Welcome back, everybody, to episode four of the Woman Podcast. Kelly and I are struggling through this one. We're both tired. How's your energy, Kelly? Low. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, what do you got to say? Mm, I don't know. Nothing. So I'm going to have to pull <laughs> yeah. everything out of you. Okay. It's going to be tough. We did have our anniversary this weekend, last night. Um, am I allowed to say we made love? You just did? Yeah, we did. How would you rate it? How would you rate Aww. our... No, not our love making. I mean, how would you rate the night, our anniversary night? Uh, well, you know, it was fine. Good company and all that jazz. But it's the same Truro stuff, right? Yeah. You go to dinner and a movie and you're so full at the movie that, you know, you have to fight the urge to snack. But you have to snack because you're at the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's so fucked up because we... We have a big meal, and then we time it for the movie to kick off in like half an hour, and then we go eat more food. Well, we don't have that much time with, you know, paying sitters, and, you know, you got to think, okay. I know, but it's it's our, we have very bad eating habits. What we should do is get get her to come at three, and maybe we could have like a four o'clock supper. Mm, an early and then have type. Then we just kind of what, pitter-patter around for an hour or two after the... Or so, we could just fight the urge and not snack at the movies. Mm-hmm. We did the same old thing, uh, dinner, movie. Was that? Uh, was just, that? Were you disappointed <laughs> that I didn't come up with anything special? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't expect any. I don't expect you to do that because you just don't. But you're the planner, so really, know, you should be doing it. When and did I we, should when just did be we assign these roles to each other? Waiting back with surprise, just waiting to love you more. That's you know? bull. That's not exactly what happens. You, you know what I... You just don't like planning things, so you just leave it all on me. Yes, I don't. He doesn't bring his wallet. No. I don't... <laughs> I don't... I don't buy presents, really. I do buy some. I've been good the last few Mother's Day and birthdays. I have got stuff. On my birthday, what, what did the card read? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't remember that. Cards are stupid. On my birthday in April... My birthday card, I opened it, it said, Happy Mother's Day. So then he figured when Mother's Day rolled around, he didn't have to buy me another one. Because he had already given it to me by accident, which totally told me he didn't read the card that he picked out. But you know what? This is my feeling on cards. I think cards are stupid. And specifically, I think your cards are stupid. My cards are great. Because I put deep loving heartfelt messages into my cards you put a lot of thought into the happy mother's day card on my birthday bud and you, you didn't even read it you put yeah but i got one what it could have said happy hanukkah it wouldn't have mattered yeah but that doesn't matter see that's what i'm saying though that's why cards are stupid so kelly buys me nice cards no i can't just say they're stupid and then say they're nice she buys kelly is very loving very considerate with presents and cards so i'm gonna get that out of there first but I don't like the cards so much because they're just the written, they're just the printed messages inside. And then she writes, love Kelly, XOXOXO. I'm keeping it simple. But I want to hear what's in your heart. I don't want to hear what Joe Stein wrote. Well, that's for... why we're podcasting. This You're going to get it. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> and if you keep buying me Hanukkah cards on my birthday, then you're going to get something else. But I have been doing better, wouldn't you admit? Haven't you noticed that an, up, an uptick in presents? Oh, there's I just, no presents. <clears throat> I just hate them. There's no presents. You hate them when you have to give them. You love them when you receive them. And this whole, your whole family can validate that speech, what, four years ago? I'm going to, this hurts. 
Nobody cares about me. I'm going to make a change and I'm going to, you'll see, you'll see. I'm going to start. Not once. Yeah. Not once. I didn't, I realized that I didn't have it in my heart to um, try hard. way for anyone that you care about? But it's not, that's not what it's about. Okay, I just well, don't... if you want something heartfelt and loving, sit down and instead of writing podcast notes, why don't you write little cards to people? All right, this is getting off to a really bad start. <sighs> Keeping it real, Rob. <laughs> All right, so give me a number on our anniversary. One out of ten. Oh, five, six. Five, really? Buddy, we didn't know anything right. special. No, you're right. I'd probably give it a six. I'd give it a five. Just, I mean, it should get a five strictly for my company. I'm a good talker. <laughs> I, I'm fun to hang around with. Um, we and talked then about your ego at supper. We did. <laughs> and then we didn't talk to her in the movie yeah. barely at all. I like to keep it focused. I love the guy me. who sat in front of me. This drives me crazy about the theater. So we go in, and there were two other people in there when I went in. Yeah, because I wasn't with you. Yeah. And then it starts to fill up, and like every second row, there's a couple of people, which is normal. That's mm. fine. But then they start crowding, and so now there's like four couples in my row alone. Yeah. But everyone else is staggering. I'm like, get out of here. I don't get it. <laughs> you should have said that. I know it's an appealing row, but get like, out get out of here. Get your <laughs> yeah. own damn row. Yeah, there was like 25 people when I came in. 25, 30 people, but you said no one was there when yeah, you walked like in. Yeah, but like 10 of them were in our row. Mm. Well, you, yeah, but you picked. And then that guy pick... in front of us, that old man, I feel sorry for him. Like, well, I don't feel sorry for him. Good for him for bringing his own liquid. I don't know. I can't say what it was, but he had like a tinny water cooler. <laughs> and every time he put it in the cooler, it's like, ding. I didn't Ding. notice it. Ugh. But you, but you picked like the premier row. It's it's like row, what three or four from the back. No, it was the second row from the back. Yeah. But the 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 other two people that were in there were in the back row. What do you have against sitting up close in the I front? I just don't need to. I have, rows. I have contacts in for a reason. You're the one who's afraid to wear your glasses out. Well, I don't need them for a movie. Well, then no, I'm just wondering in, in terms of just sitting close. Like, you know is what? it I too like much for your eyeballs Because or back when my hair was curly, after I had broke my hair, went severely curly, like ringlets. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd go to the movies, I'd leave with popcorn and food in my hair because people, people would like... People throwing well, food well, around? Yeah, no, yeah, get yes, out of here. I'm serious. Nikki could vouch for me. I'd leave him. Like, she'd be picking popcorn out of my hair. I'm like, oh. So then I hated it. So I thought sitting in the back row, nobody could do that. Like this happened more than once? Yes. It was awful. That is weird as hell. It is. So you know what I thought was funny when we were uh, making love? I'm just going to touch on this very quickly. We had a moment of passionate kiss. And it was that type of kiss where you're like looking for the person's face. You know what I mean? You're. Uh, oh, gross. Uh, Stop. Uh, and Maybe that's why we no, don't kiss like and then that there's anymore. the odd tongue that shoots in. That was. There no, was no But tongue. that was nice. There was no tongue. I remember tongue. I don't know whose tongue it was. Well, it wasn't mine. <laughs> but that big, was nice. Yeah. That was nice because we haven't kissed like that in a while. So I think. What you I, made it sound disgusting. Just but you now. know what I concluded it from that? It was nicer at the moment, but that was disgusting sounding. That was sloppy and blah, blah. nobody did that. You're talking too much. That's okay. Do you know what I concluded from I'm that? I'm comfortable in this moment. <laughs> you know what I concluded? What? These podcasts are helping us. I really believe that. 
Because we kissed? No, because we're connecting on a different level. It's new and exciting. It's like we went parachuting together. It's something different <laughs> that we've never done before. And I think it's really helping us. Don't you think ever since we started doing these, we're actually getting along better? I don't know what to say. You don't think so? I think that these are good for us, and that's why I'm doing them. However, I do not think that that's why we kissed. I think it's because we both brushed no, our no. teeth. I, yes, <laughs> we did do that. It's like, oh, okay, I might as well run with it. Nobody was doing the breath you know check. What? You know what, though? Just, uh, I want to apologize for being a very average lover to you. How do you know what my average is? I don't. So what is do your you, average? Why do you rate yourself in the average? Oh, my God, what does that mean? <laughs> I could be even worse. Well, you could be better. Well, I think I'm a pretty good uh, lovemaker. I just need better stamina. So how long do you think is your average, time-wise? Well, when we first started uh, dating, I would say, you can you can tell me if I'm wrong here, 25, 30 minutes. It was oh a long God. time. No, when we first started dating, you couldn't at all. It was like hours. Yeah. You could never finish. I was a rock star. Well, I think I was, it's just because you were dried was, up from your four years I of celibacy. It's like, come on, boys, come on back. It's all dried up in there. It's like a war zone. The the bomb went off four years ago, and nothing happened since. So there's no trees blooming, there's no grass sprouting up, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, wow, I'm having sex. What do you mean? The boys are like, come on, boys, it's time to get to work <laughs> again. To <laughs> that was really frustrating. I don't know how many people experienced that, but for the longest time. Is this inappropriate? Oh, probably to someone. Okay. So for the longest <laughs> time, when we started getting together, I couldn't figure it out. So I had a, um, someone that I was with for a while, and then we broke up. A while is very and general. then it Five was years. yeah, and then and you then, went four years of nothing. And then um, yeah, I didn't have another girlfriend or sex. For five years. Four years. Well, I don't know where you're getting that stat from. My line was always five. Okay. You're changing my lines on me. <laughs> and then me and Kelly started getting together, and things were hot and heavy right away. No, we waited and... a couple months. Oh, get out of here. We did. I don't believe we that. We did. I don't remember. Two months. I don't know why we would. We did. <laughs> so... <laughs> But it took, like, we would have sex. But, like, f yeah, like, for, it would be 45 minutes in, like, oh, my God, I can't. I could keep going and nothing, oh, was so nothing tired. is happening. Yeah. There's a point where. And that was for, like, a month or two. No, we're talking, like, eight months or more. It was a long time. You were very lucky. Congratulations for finding somebody <laughs> that could do that. No, you. because then I started thinking, what's wrong with me? Why can't he finish? I thought it was I thought it was my body sending a message to me that I shouldn't be with you. Well, here here <laughs> we are. <laughs> and then the task and I, and I started thinking, geez, maybe maybe I should have stuck with women. But yeah, <laughs> at least they finish. <laughs> but but then the taps maybe turned on. Maybe I lost on. my touch. <laughs> but then the taps turned on. And oh no, and, and now they're my, down to a minute forty yeah, talks. Then my times went down. See, that's no, that's that's not true. Um, on average, get, get that <laughs> out of here. Maybe um, two minutes, five minutes is pushing it. No, it's not because it I is. think you, I think you don't recognize how quickly six minutes can go. Okay, six minutes, but that's being very generous because I know we can say, oh, you, you know, you, we've talked about this before. Your 
your deadline for sex is 11 o'clock. Anything after that, it's getting, yeah, it's, it's pushing it for time. Don't, okay. don't be bugging me. So if we start at 1059, you're done and cleaned up by 1105. So. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. Because then that <laughs> means we just jumped right in. Well, that happens too. Uh, that's, yeah, because there's no kissing. But, oh, come on. There's no kissing. There's a you lot kiss of, me like I'm your sister. There's a lot of people here, and I've never kissed my sister. I just want that to be clear on the podcast. There's a lot of people <laughs> listening to this who, who who firmly believe I am a Casanova, a lover of lovers, a king of kings. And you're <laughs> they shattering, don't know you. You're shattering that idea. <laughs> Ladies, you are highly mistaken. Um, <laughs> and men. Okay, but here is the problem, and a lot of men will, will relate to this. Women, for the most part, don't have to do any work oh my god yeah but you don't okay no okay, okay. do you know how much work a steady kegel is for two minutes what do you what's that do what do you do it there it squeezes around you why you gotta do that am i in that am i that small well i've had three kids buddy it doesn't bounce back to 13 year old size well shouldn't you be exercising that like That's on your own the kegel time is. i am i'm doing them right now oh my god <laughs> you would never know i can hear it it's gross Oh, that's, that's a um, little much. <laughs> um, um, this is the, Kelly the boundaries like to, that yeah, you don't need to cross. Kelly doesn't like to talk about things everybody's going through. Do you think everybody has loud but kegels? Hold on. I don't have I'm, loud kegels. I'm, You're just being a jerk. No, exactly. You couldn't hear it, but I am going to edit in a, 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 <laughs> oh, you are a not. smushy sound you after this. You are not. Um, okay, but here's the problem. So, uh, yes. Women don't... Okay, but it's harder for women to have an orgasm than it is for men. True? Mm. Don't say... Well, you don't... You can't say that, actually. You don't have any idea because you're not a man. It is... If you talk to your girlfriends and you talk about their men, for certain, most of the men finish first. Okay, so if we're talking male-female relationships, yes, it's harder for women to... Orgasm. Because men, just like women, don't know each other's anatomy perfectly. So two women can please each other, I believe, better than a man can please a woman. Unless they've been together for a very long time and they're well-trained and familiar with each other. Okay. Because a woman knows mostly what another woman wants. Same with a man. Like I'm sure two gay men have much better oral sex than... Yeah, probably. Right? Because you guys just know this would feel good. We're, we're only guessing. I mean, we go by your, your response. So I'm just telling you that it's easier for a man to finish than it is for a woman. So the problem we have, though, is that we had um, normal marriage issues where sex doesn't become as frequent. On my, on my, on my, why are you speaking so slowly? On my, um, because I just opened the door and the cat's in, and now I'm afraid the cat's going to make a bunch of fucking noise. Well, that uh, doesn't mean you talk slower. <laughs> oh, the cat's here. <laughs> Let's slow it down. Um, <laughs> on my... What was I saying? See, now you've interrupted me. You know how many times on this podcast you have interrupted me, and I've never gotten back to answer the question you've originally asked me? Well, I'm uh, sure there's people out there thinking, what was her point <laughs> there that he never allowed her to say? Okay. Can you please remind me what I was talking about? I didn't care, so I stopped listening. Men and women. <laughs> you I were like... talking about how it's e- uh, how it's easier for men to get off than women. Right. 
Oh, so our marriage, yes, we had our normal problems. And because of, no, because of both of us, I'm not going to say me. I'm not going to put this on me. It was because of both of us. We didn't connect properly. It made me less interested. But, see, but you were a person who could have it even if you didn't like me. And I'm not that type of person. Correct? Oh, yes. I'm pointing at you. Does this feel too harsh? It always does. It's four fingers, though. It's not one finger. Oh, it's the eyebrows, too. It's, like, it's oh, the stank eye. I can do the political point with the thumb. Um, That's not going to help me at all. Stop it. I'm going to lose my train of thought. Oh, it's not so, just your fault. So, because you can't, you don't have sex as often, then you begin to lose your stamina. Just like a runner. I can't keep up. I can't da da da. So then you got to rebuild and start the whole game plan over from the start again. So now you're speaking about yourself, right? Yeah, I'm speaking okay. about my. Um, you're saying you, as in you're talking to me. My weak stamina. Yes. What else do I have? I got to masturbate, so I don't know how to do that and build up strength. I don't you know what the process is. More. Okay. With me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but. Yeah, and we are. Well, no, we no, haven't we're in not. the last little bit. It's like but twice since March. What month is this? It's July. I'm certain that's the a lie. The end of July. That's not a lie. I'm going to start putting notches on our bedpost. <laughs> it's probably been four times this year. Why are we making this podcast? It's making it's me so look It's so hard. When, when, when truth comes out about you, you always get nervous and get sweaty, and then you want to change the topic. Well, it's hot in here. No, but I'm not, not going to change the topic. I'm going to stay on this topic. All right? And I know a lot of people are uncomfortable right now listening to this. <laughs> or someone's uncomfortable talking about it. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'll just be honest. Like, yeah, you know, my stamina is not what it should be. However, I'm still a, uh, an old champion. And I can come back. I can build it up. But we got to connect properly. You got to give me some of the things I need to that excite me more to want to have sex, push me more. That's fair enough. To want to have sex. But as I've said to you before, and I, I may have even said it on this podcast, or not this one, but anyway, it doesn't matter. We have had weekends away, nights away in Halifax. Beautiful nights, nice dinners, walks, on the, and nothing has happened. So we've totally connected. We're in a romantic setting. We're loving each other. We're holding hands. We're having a great time, and you still don't want to have sex. Okay, I got to get this cat out of here. Hold on, I'm going to pause this. Okay. All right, here we go. So, um, where was I? <laughs> Fuck. I swear to God, my memory is... Where were we? I don't know. I lost what? it too. What were you thinking about while I was gone? How you hate the cat. Yeah, I hate that cat. I don't hate the cat. That's too strong. You hate pussy, buddy. Just say it. That was a good one. No, but I wanted to finish my thought. Oh. You were embarrassed because you didn't want to talk about it. You didn't want to admit that we no, had a really... No, it wasn't embarrassment. Um, well, you were bright red and got sweaty there for a minute. Well, it's freaking humid out here in Nova Scotia. Um, <laughs> That's not why. Oh, it was about connecting. So I need a better connection from you. And yes, and I talked about having great dates and you still didn't want to have sex. Oh, and I used the great example. I said, but it's just like being with an abuser, right? So the abuser might hit you and then say they're sorry. And then you go out and have a lovely date. But you know, down the road, 
there's going to be another hit coming. Right? So, relating that to our situation, I know that those things weren't taken out of our relationship. So, I could love you on that night, but I knew what was coming the next day or the day after or the day so after what? that. You just get it out as an action. It's like playing basketball when you really want to play tennis. But some people are sexually just, they can have that angry sex. They can have the sex with people they don't really like or in the moment they don't like that person. Yeah. I just have never been able to do that. Well, get with the times, buddy. What What would you call me? I don't want to use the word pussy because then it's, that might make women angry. Would you call me a, a what? Because I don't have angry sex and anything? Is there any name you could throw at me? I already, I already name. called you a pussy. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said no, I, I said don't like pussy. You, then I don't kind. like pussy. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't want to call you names. Okay, good. Let's move on. I could think of many, but I don't want to call you anyway. Well, speaking of names, I, I did want I to talk about... I think you need to get your hormones checked. Uh, no, I don't think so. I know you want that to be the problem, but I don't think that's the problem. No, it might not be, but there is an element to hormone imbalance that can cause low libido. Uh, possibly, yeah. Can it cause low energy, too? Maybe it's because your grandmother raised you. She didn't raise me. I was she, raised by my helped. family. No, she helped. She yeah. was home with you a lot. Yeah. You don't get a lot well, of why, sexual though? energy what you're that? learning from your grandparents. <laughs> Especially the strong religious type. Yeah. You were raised very Catholic. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure religion has nothing to do with it, but... No. I don't. But this just comes back to everything going your way. So if I like angry sex and I want to get that out through mm -hmm. sexual energy and you just say no, well, it's your way or the highway. And it ends up being that a lot of the time. How many times have we cuddled in the last month? Have you been keeping tabs? Because I know it's not half. We talked on the You've podcast the very better. first one. The very first one. Um, we talked about cuddling and then we cuddled that night and then the next night and then we haven't since. No, no, we have since. Oh, have Maybe we? twice. Oh, no, I have. Yeah, I've come over to you two or three times. Yeah. And one of those times is to get some. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work out for you? Yeah, I think I got some. Yeah, well, last night. The other night you said you were too tired. You, you, you were PMSing or something. You said you had a bowling ball in your belly. <sighs> yeah. I would like to know what that's like. I, You know, that's how much I love you. I would take your pms for a month and see what it feels like that's you'd pretty, kill yourself that's pretty brave of me <laughs> you'd kill yourself it's horrible yeah i bet it is it's awful it's awful to watch it's awful do, to do live you with remember and i'm totally putting you out there right now oh for god's sake and this is before you had any knowledge of what perimenopause or menopause is or was and i'm sure you're still totally baffled mm -hmm. remember when you told me i'm sure there's a pill for that kelly I mean, it's a mental illness of sorts. Wait a minute. When I told you, you that be, yeah, yeah. I was I going kind to perimenopause, you told me it was a mental illness. Well, there was probably a no, pill no, for that. Explain again what perimenopause is, because I'll remember the conversation as you go. Because well, I, I wouldn't just I'm say give a pill in to menopause yet. It's it's when my body is prepping for, like it's running out of eggs. It's just chugging along. It's not totally out of eggs yet. Right. So it's the beginning stages of menopause. Right. What I said specifically. Because Kelly gets very, uh, she can get very angry. Moody. Moody. That's fine to say. When she's PMS 
or it's not PMS. What it's, is it? It's What's menopausal. It's perimenopausal. No, no, but also PMS. You get really crappy, right? But also <sighs> this thing. I can see a bunch of women fueling out there right this now. This perimenopausal, perimenopausal, para, peri, me, peri, p e r i, perimenopausal. You were also having other stressors, right, at the time. So what I, all I was saying was I can't sort out which one is which. And I don't think they were all to blame for the menopausal, perimenopausal stuff. Some of it was just you Oh, I, I'll never forget crazy. what you said that day. Yeah. Well, what did I say? I don't <laughs> said, trust I, your words, though. You mix them up. I want you to try and remember, I remember specifically. I this, this way. You said, I don't know whether this is just you being a bitch or this is your menopause speaking. Yeah, but well, that's, does that sound like you? Well, that sounds like an asshole thing to say, and I'm sure there have been days when I've said things like that. Yeah, but that's not how I feel. Well, it's how you felt that when day I'm, when I'm happy, and that's fine. I totally admit that I, I've been some crazy things. It's completely out of my hands. There's no pill to help. I mean, the the pill helped a little bit because it helps balance your hormonal imbalance, but. It messed up with my hands, as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go off it. So I'm back to, eh, again. And it's, you really feel like some days you're walking on a tree limb. And you can either fall one way or the other. Or smack down on your face. Okay. So what I remember is, when I was going through all that stuff, being diagnosed or whatever with ADHD. Mm-hmm. The feeling from you was, okay, here's a thing that is an imbalance in your brain. It's not my fault. But you needed things to change. So the point I was making was, okay, this is an imbalance in your body, but is there not any aspect of it you can control? You can get better at? You can work on techniques to improve? I think that was my point. I think that ADHD was explained, as I read, as a synapse in the brain that wasn't firing correctly. Right. Not just a chemical imbalance. Well, what's the difference? Who cares? Well, a synapse is a it was something out of my control, that's not, though, right? That's not firing. It's like a bridge that has some boards out of it. Right. It's got a Which glitch there somewhere. Which I didn't agree with, but yeah, go ahead. Well, if there's a glitch in there uh-huh. that a medication can kind of... I mean, look at what acid is doing now to to some people with, with some mental... PTSD and stuff. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, if, if that's correcting that problem the glitch that's in there because of those traumas, then why can't a medication help with ADHD? And it, it can. It slowed your thought process down. You said your your thoughts went from a tap to a drip, mm-hmm. which creatively wasn't great for you. But as far as being a partner, it was better because you were yeah. able to focus, you were able to listen. I knew you were paying attention mm-hmm. to what I was saying. Yeah. Now we're back to you're totally ignoring me. You don't listen. You're on your own thoughts. You can walk away. When the, we're in the middle of a conversation, you just go downstairs. I'm like, hey, I wasn't done yet. Oh, sorry. I, yeah. But it's just because your thoughts are all over the place. You feel like that's still happening? It, yes, it is. You distract yourself now with your phone. Even Griffin tonight corrected you. Dad, you're on your phone. Mom is talking to you. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Convenient, isn't it? It's not convenient. No, it's, it's not. It's true. It's convenient that you don't remember. What up? Because then you can't, you can't, 
take blame for it. You can't take own, no. You can't own come it. on, you know I'm a, I, I'm responsible for taking blame for things. I fixed a whole lot if of problems. If you remember that I them, had. yeah. But res- taking responsibility isn't the problem. You know how my brain works. Nobody knows how your brain works. Yes, you do. You know how my oh, brain works. Oh, I think works. I know better than everybody, but... And it's uh, very focused on a single thing at a time. I'm very mm. poor at multitasking. Yes. Like Charlotte just asked me today, bring home the hamburgers in the, in the, in the fridge when I came home from the cottage. You didn't put it on your list? Well, it was on the text. But I had like three or four other things to remember, and I can't... like. That's too much. Right? But that's why you it's have too your many lists. things. You to... have lists all over the house, right? So and then if you I forget... forget where the lists are. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. I know. I hate putting my phone down somewhere very obvious, and then I'm 35 minutes walking around trying to find it. It's such a time crap. Anyway, <laughs> did I have a point that I was trying to make? <laughs> Charlotte, you forgot. Um, no. What were we talking about before? Charlotte asked. You. So yeah. Okay. So, if my mind is very focused on one thing at a time, which makes me very, very good at some things, right? Mm-hmm. You would agree with that. It's a very, it's a good strength to have, but there's also weaknesses to it. You're very good at what you're focused on at the moment, but you're horrible at everything else around it. Right. <clears throat> but, the, but the question is, is that a problem? It is a problem. Because it's a problem for our relationship. It's a problem for our relationship. It's a problem for the house. It's a problem for the children. It's a problem for anybody else who might want your time. Huh. Now you're going to close up and get red again. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I understand that. I just go into thinking mode. Like, uh, you know, the whole thing about ADHD and... So when I was talking to this J.P. Bernard who interviewed me a couple of days ago, he had asked me, no, he was making a, a, a statement about tectonic plates. That's when the shifting of the... Yes, I know. Yep. Yeah, so what the point he was making was that it's a positive and a negative, so it causes tsunamis and earthquakes, which are bad things. Oh Sorry. my God, there's <laughs> You hit that thing every single time. And it... Um, but it's also very good for the planet. It's supposed to do that. And it's like loosening your bra strap. So it's very good for the boobs. <laughs> so I don't understand like so when they tried to tell me that I had ADHD, which I'm not sure I agree with. I think definitely my brain works differently than the average I Joe. Second that. But it's more of a creative type of brain in terms I have a of creative brain too no, i know you have a creative brain but um well maybe creative is not the word you maybe you could find a better word but we won't waste time sitting and thinking about it i think you have many you have many um things that could fit in a lot of categories and i don't mean that in a very negative way well i do too i think everybody does right yeah. if you look at griffin he has a lot of sensory things but you have the same ones yeah don't like being in bare feet hate the feel of certain things under your toes or food and all these textural things and you like heavy blankets even if it's 30 friggin' degrees outside you're like it's under your quilt i'm like vomiting because i'm so hot right so but the point i was trying to make is that they would say those things which also provide me all of my talents are bad and here's a pill you need to take to fix it 
But why isn't it just, that's how my brain works, it's just different? It's okay to be different. No, like, yeah, it's exactly. Okay have, but you it's not have some glitches. But you'd call them glitches, but maybe they're they're necessary for those other things to work properly. Okay, but some of your glitches are not necessary. I'm not sure a lot of the conditions that are out there in the world right now are necessarily bad. I think we just view them as bad. There are some incredible. No, there's, we're saying they're bad. There are some incredible. ADHD is not bad. There's some incredible um, talents that cu- that come out of people with autism. Of course there is. Okay, but people would look at people with autism as, as disabled well, for the most part. Like Chris was saying, right? But There's... maybe that's just how their brain's created. It's not Chris, a disability. Chris Almer had a, had a way of breaking it down. Do you remember how he said, he said well, that there was that guy that taught him. I think he, he had autism, and he didn't see himself as any differently. But he said, I don't see myself as differently or slower than everybody else. I, w- I work at my own pace. Mm-hmm. So if the cat, if the standard is at eight, mm-hmm. and someone with autism works at five, then he is substandard. So even though that's just his his pace, he is viewed from society as low. Even though he might produce low better work, he's considered low functioning pace, yeah. because maybe he doesn't do things. The way other people do. If maybe he stops and looks at all the flowers, if you know, like Turner, he stops and he admires everything. He he dances on every dance in, in every corner in Toronto because he it, he stopped and he heard the music, mm-hmm. literally. And we all need to learn from that. Yeah, there's. Definitely. But if we all did that, we would be considered low functioning. Yeah, crazy. Because they don't. You, you should be going faster. You should be rushing to work. You should be rushing to your death. Yeah. Like the rest of the world is. How dare you stop and appreciate life. Like Turner does. He's amazing. Okay. Well, I think that's enough. Uh, We rambled a lot, but uh, I think we exposed ourselves nicely tonight in a really embarrassing way that was totally unnecessary. I certainly exposed myself. You're not exposing yourself enough. Uh, well. You just throw me out there on the mat. No, that's not true. They know I did Kegels tonight. Yeah. That's that was that feels pretty exposed. Yeah, I'm gonna edit that noise in. Did you do you want do you wanna hear something interesting? I would love before, to hear before before we close off. Yeah. Did you know that there are physiotherapists that specialize in vaginal physiotherapy? So sometimes you have prolapsed uteruses or bowels or vaginas after having many children, a lot of pressure, everything things just weaken and fall out, right? Mm-hmm. And they start to fall out. So if you haven't done your Kegels um, religiously, then they can actually insert a probe, like a TENS machine of mm-hmm. sorts, that stimulates the, the, the muscles to help keep everything inside. So imagine going to the physiotherapist <laughs> my as a woman. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the bad things about being a, a woman. So you're going to the physio. You've never met this person before. Uh, yeah, my bladder's falling out. I need to strengthen my vagina. So, oh, okay, well, we have this probe that you insert, and, you know, you have to squeeze these muscles and hold the probe in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this will help you. Does it feel good, do you know? Like, is it like a... I'm sure it must. Okay. But I'm thinking... 
Would it feel good though when there's people around you and stuff? Like, would you be focused well, no, on that? No, but I, I think you can rent the unit and take it home eventually. Okay. You go a few times so yeah. that they can do it with you. Make sure you're doing it properly. Like any physio, you go and they stick you on the machine, then they, yeah. you know, I've never they either heard of leave that. or they. I think it's fascinating. I think it's great because so many women are having these awful surgeries and where they have this mesh to hold everything back inside and. Inside them? Yeah. Surgically, the doctors will go in and put like a mesh screen to hold their bladder back up where it's supposed to be. Hmm. And this happens frequently after women have had hysterectomies okay. because they take the, sorry, they take the uterus out, which fills part of the cavity in there. So then your bladder and your, your rectum, or not your rectum, your colon fall inward where the uterus used to be. And then every time you push or maybe you have a big poop or something, you're pushing, then your bladder and everything's coming out of your vagina. Which sounds horrific, but it's real. It's an incredible image. <laughs> you just gave me. But that's me. fascinating. It is fascinating. Can you imagine? I'm trying to picture. If your penis didn't work very well, and it's mostly muscles, right? And blood vessels. So if it wasn't working very well anymore, or maybe let's, let's talk about your anus. Let's say your anus was just really loose, right? Maybe you've had loose stools your whole life. Your rectum has been blown apart, whatever. So you can no longer hold your fecal matter in. So you have to go to physio for them to insert things up inside to stimulate the muscles. You can hold them there and then relax and hold and relax. I just did it. <laughs> but imagine if you had to do that. Yeah. Would you be comfortable? Uh, you know how I picture a physio room and I've never been in one? Is It's like the gym. Like there's a bunch of different stations that people are all working on together. Is that true? Um, e yes. So this Some one must be are. like more discreet, I would think, if you do well, something like that. I'm sure that the people who specialize in that aspect of physio would have private lockable rooms. or not. not it can't be lockable because the physio well, has to come in. Somebody would have to help you, yeah. But there are... Um, <clears throat> most physios that I've ever seen just have curtains. For what reason? Why do you need a curtain for? Well, maybe somebody is just having something stimulated or worked on or whatever, uh -huh. and they just want to relax in private, so oh, they just okay. close the curtains. Okay. I would want more than a curtain. In a physiotherapy clinic, while I was doing my key vaginal exercises. Playgirls? What? Playgirls? Playgirls? What does that have to do with this? Well, it's I'm picturing it as a as a stimulating machine. But you're it's not, not it's not that kind of stimulating. Oh. What would it be stimulating? It would be the up inside muscles. of you? Mm hmm Okay. So that doesn't there's no like real great feelings to those things? Well, the majority of the arousal part of a woman's vagina is the first couple of inches. The first three inches, I believe, of the vaginal hole. I feel like I'm in grade five right now. Oh, you're getting like a little schoolboy. <laughs> you're learning something, aren't you? Yeah, no, this is actually interesting. But I'm not going to continue. So the women who, who are able to um, orgasm more easily have their clitoris closer to the to the vagina, some people are a little farther away to the vaginal opening. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's when women can typically have sex more 
or have orgasms during sex, if you're not, if you're hitting the G spot up inside, then that's much easier. But if you're also stimulating the clitoris on the outside, it's, it's usually because there's lots of stimulation there or it's closer. I'd like to know more about the G spot because I don't, I keep hearing it's like a hook of a finger up and away, but mm. I don't know. I don't get enough practice. Whose fault is that? Well, as I proclaimed earlier in the podcast, it's both of our faults. Anyway, enough about this. Let's sign off. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me for episode four, Kelly. We're going to go camping soon? We are going to go camping. You've already hooked up the RV. Yeah. No, and I'm there. What about a tent? Well, why would we do that if we got an fun. RV? Bring out air mattress? And yeah, but we can still do all the and... camping things. No it's probably entrance. got a sunroof, right? You can open up or something, like one of those little tops with the stick that holds up the top. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. That's what you're comparing tenting to? Is there opening an air No, air no, shaft no, no the RV. RV? Yeah, oh, no, but just a, to get the sound. It's a little tiny nine-inch hole? Yeah, get the sound. Oh, can we share the looking space out into the stars? <laughs> well, I suppose so. But you don't see the stars when you're in your tent. You can. It's if just it's a... not raining, you get a whole mesh top that you can look right out of. Okay. It's the sounds and it's the smell. I will try that. Like I will try making it. breakfast in a skillet in the morning is so good. What? It is. We're not just going to go to Tim Hortons or something. Oh, dear. No. No. We're going to cook breakfast. Like we're going to bring one of those little propane campfire green oven things. Well, you could do it that way or you could just start a bonfire again. And just hold it, like, just... Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? How foreign is that to you? (laughs) This guy has never roughed it a day in his life. That sounds ridiculous. It sounds wonderful. But don't you set up something to lay the pan on? Like, you really just... You shake the thing around? The eggs? Are you making popcorn? Well, yeah, but what do you do? You just hold it, like, if you're uh, doing marshmallows? No. Oh, you have like there's grates that come for barbecues and you put them over I've, or you could use one of those propane little fireplaces or barbecues i've tried to sign off three times now are you gonna let me go i'm happy to sign off <laughs> all right thank you everybody i have to try and figure out how to edit this together because it's been all over the place but thank you for joining us episode four kelly i love you <laughs> I love you too, buddy. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Talk to you next time.